There's usually a moment that's a catalyst that creates a shift in a journey or a life, like an origin story of sorts. What occurred to me was when I was 18, still in business school, I woke up in the middle of the night one night, floating a meter above my bed. The ceiling fan was within arm's reach from my nose. I could look around. It seemed like I was viewing everything with waking eyes. So I looked to the right and I could see the wall. I look back up, I see the ceiling fan spinning and I can look to the left and look out the window. What was interesting was I could not move my body. I could not make any sound. So I still didn't see paralysis. What I did was then I sort of jiggled my body around and tried to make a lot of sounds, but I still didn't see paralysis. So just floating a meter above the bed like a mummy. Eventually, I was back in my bed and I sat up, put the light on, and I just told myself that wasn't a dream. The next day, I've opened up Google and I'm like, haha, Google, I got a question you don't have the answer for. And I type in Google search, I floated outside my body. And to my surprise, there was endless, endless information on that. Astral projection, out-of-body experience, etc. When you hear this, it's a different thing than when you experience that. Because once you experience that, you sort of question if something that you never thought was possible can occur within the framework of reality, then what else is possible in the framework of reality? And this created a curiosity to explore everything else that may or may not be possible that I wasn't aware of. This led to a year of reading a lot of articles, up to like three hours every day. And at the same time, I, st I started sometimes meditating as well. So I would meditate like five, 10 minutes and I'd meditate after sunset without the lights on. So slightly dim. And even just after meditating 10 minutes, I would look at my feet, which are sitting in cross-legged position. And from the ankle to downwards, I could not see the rest of my foot. It just looked like space. This occurred a couple of times. And then one time, I even after meditating, I went to the bathroom, I put the light on. I could see my shoulder, I could see my neck, but rather than my face, I could just see space. It was really surreal. And the most far out thing I had done up until that era was pot. So I'd never done anything more than that. And these experiences starting to occur, which really, really created a shift in curiosity. And my interest went from reality as I knew it to exploring all that's possible in reality I yet to know of. It's one thing hearing or reading about these things. It's another thing to have an experience that broadens your experience of reality to then explore these types of concepts. So what we're going to do is we're going to do a quick 30 second breath work technique, which will not only oxygenate your body, work your immune system up as well, but it'll also give you an experience of a slightly surreal reality as you start to feel more sensations, perhaps in your hands or other areas, as you start to activate your energy body. The purpose of this audio clip is not a class, as it may seem like, but the point of it is continuity from the last audio. So the purpose is just to give the expansive experience to fathom the rest of this story. Now, just get in a comfortable spot. You can be wherever you are. You don't need to stop whatever you're doing or change your position. Just close your eyes. If you have any music on, just chill it out for one minute. I'm going to give you a simple tool to experience a reality beyond what you may have conceived. So the rest of these audios make a lot more sense.
we're gonna inhale deeply from our nostrils and you can make an exaggerated sound just so that you breathe enough air and exhale from the mouth we're gonna do this 30 times as you do so you'll start to feel lighter you start to feel better oxygenated and after 30 breaths you'll even start to feel some sensations okay so we're gonna start in three two on an inhale Take a deep inhale and inhale with holding your breath. Feel all the sensations you can feel. Where do you feel it the most? Holding the breath. Feeling the more coarse as well as subtler sensations. As you exhale completely from the mouth, Hold that exhale before the inhale, feeling the subtler sensations around the body. And just like that, within a moment, within a minute, you have an experience that perhaps you've experienced before, for some of you, an experience of a subtler reality. You didn't know what was possible before. So the rest of this will make a lot more sense now. So after a year of reading about a lot of concepts and having some experiences that were pretty surreal, I reached a place where my mind was completely stimulated about the possibilities of reality and reading about the experiences that others have experienced or ideas that could be manifested. But there's a gap between just an idea and actually having it manifest in reality. So then I shifted, I kind of got super focused. I still lived my life and did a lot of things that I used to do, but most of my energy was focused towards my practices then. I did three years of daily practices. It takes a month to, of daily practice, like three to four weeks really, of getting your subconscious from neutral into the first gear of a new pattern. And if you do that for three to four weeks, the next three to four weeks, it'll function like that. But if you stop to practice, it comes back to neutral. So for practices, everyone is unique. They each have their own practices which may work with them better. So I would explore a practice for three to four weeks and if it worked, I would continue with it and perhaps even explore another type of practice. What really worked for me was the type of breath work we did. So I did three months of that type of breathing, three rounds. So it was from Wim Hof. And blending that within the gap of each round of breath work, doing a body scan like in Shavasana. So I do one round of breathing then I'd be aware of my toes, my base of my feet, my heels, my ankle, making my way up to my knees, etc. And then the next round, I'll move my awareness from my thighs up to my ribs. And the third round after breathing, I would move my awareness from my ribs up to my crown of the head. And doing this every day for three months, around 100 days, what happened was not only was I energizing my, my physical body, boosting my immune system, but also through the bodily scans and awareness, I started to gain sensitivity to my energy body. And since then at will, I can just tune into the energy body. And this is what opened the doorway to do a lot of energy practices. Since uh, everyone in my family was a Reiki 
healer. So I learned pranic healing. I've worked with crystals as well as applying sacred geometry and building various pyramids. Some palm size for like placing crystals in because it creates a vortex of energy where everything that's inside the pyramid gets clean and it also purifies the area around it depending on the diameter. I also had a structure built like a tent around the bed. For six months, every time I would sleep, my energy body was getting completely transformed. So I would work a lot with the energy body, cleaning the chakras every day. Explored various types of breath work and meditation too. What was really interesting was transcendental meditation, which is when you're sitting in meditation, but you're not aware of your thoughts, your emotions, your body, or any sensations you have. And what that happens is then, it's sort of like, imagine your body is like a light bulb. You move your awareness from being the light bulb to the light that shines around it. So it's a completely expansive experience as well. Another thing that was profound was sun gazing, which is photosynthesis for the human body. So you're getting energy from the earth by standing either on soil without any grass or sand, because if there's grass, it'll absorb energy. And if you're standing on rock, it reflects energy. And at the same time, you're observing very gently the sunrise or sunset within 45 minutes between sunrise and sunset at a time where the light is not harsh at all to you. What happens is this energy goes through your forehead and your eyes and goes to your third eye. It lights up your third eye and then it's, the energy starts to travel down the chakras and it starts to meet the earth energy from the ground as well. And what you do is the first day you're observing the sun for 10 seconds and then you add 10 seconds every day. So over a month, you're adding five minutes at a time. So over a few months, you're basically looking at the sun for 10, 15 minutes. And then what naturally occurs is the peripheral, the background of the sky starts to move around with colors. And while your awareness is at the sun, it's the peripheral that is really dancing and moving around. What was really cool from that was the bliss body starts to activate. You start to feel a very cooling sensation within the body, kind of like like the inside of a fridge. The cool thing is like once you're there, you feel it. And after you've done your allotted time, you can just close your eyes and you can just stay in that sensation for however long. I used to do this for up to an hour sometimes. So as soon as I would turn back and walk in the car, I would come back to a more waking, wakeful state. So for every day, for like months, I would tune into this bliss body and really, really cultivate that sensation because it just feels amazing, really. Another thing that was really cool was like in the start, I would do a lot of profound, a um, lot of complex studies and a lot of complex practices as well. But applying law of attraction, what I started to do was I started to take out negative thoughts from the mind. It's kind of like a filter where whenever you think a negative thought, you start to think a few positive thoughts. And over time, what that does is it starts to take away the seeds of negative thoughts from the mind. And also what happens is, say, if, you're, if your mind is like an internet browser where there are 10 tabs open or chains of thought, once you take out a few negative um, chains of thought, then the tabs become, say, from 10 tabs to 5 tabs or 7 tabs. You can even get further 2 or 3 tabs open of thought channels. Another thing that was really interesting was, this was after probably doing after like more than a year of practices, so gathering a lot of spiritual energy. Another way to open up the bliss body was just through the heart chakra. Let's by doing simple gratitude practices. And once you start to, rather than just writing things down, you actually go back to your list and you start to feel as much gratitude as you can at your heart by saying what's written on the list three times. Like say, thank you for recording this podcast. Um, so I could just repeat that three times and feel 
the gratitude in the heart each time as I do that. And in the start, when you do a gratitude practice, it's like you write all these amazing and big things. But over time, like you do it, like you're writing the 500 things you're grateful for. And you can be grateful for the air you breathe, the water you drink. And then you start to cultivate a sense where you start to feel even grateful without requiring big things. So this was pretty profound because when I was in university as well, you know, I had some of my friends that were really, you know, they were born into a lot of wealth. So by the time I was 20, 21, I sat in a Rolls Royce and things like that. And it wasn't, I mean, it was cool, but I didn't want to trade percent of my life for that. But anyway, I had another friend who really was interested in these things and he bought like a really nice car. And I asked him like, okay, you bought that really nice car, which is great. How long do you feel happy for? And then he was happy for the day. And I was like, when did you want the next car? He's like, yeah, I was happy for the day. And then the next day I wanted the new car. So it's, it's, while it's good to have really big goals, but if you're going to set a goal, which may take a couple to 10 years to reach, and you set off your happiness that I'll feel happy then when I achieve that. But instead of working for that just for that day to be grateful, you can still do that while cultivating a sense of gratitude without requiring anything externally. So then what happens is in your day to day, while you still aim to achieve your goal, you can start to feel as good or even better than what it would feel like when you got the car without really requiring anything because it's just a game of neurochemistry. It's just a game of perspective. It's a game of feeling and taking the time to feel good every day. Haha, <laughs> ironic in my current situation. I know. And then taking that time, what can happen is you start to create these pockets of feeling grateful. And the more you do it, the more the door to gratitude opens. And eventually you can feel your heart just expansive, like a portal opening up to the bliss body as well. Where there were times as well, I'd do my gratitude practice and I'd just play chill music and for an hour just be basking in that, like an hour or two a day as in the start of my day. This is when I was in university, of course. And the interesting thing about once you open up the bliss body is it's kind of like alchemy. So there were times where, this is a long time ago, I was in university a decade ago, I'd meet my friends and I'd go out for drinks. And in the morning when all my friends would wake up hungover, I would wake up and guess what I would feel? I would feel the same thing I felt when sunbathing. I would feel blissed out. And if I would wake up and I would walk, I would come back to reality. But otherwise, I would just have that bliss body experience again. And applying this gratitude practice, not just every morning, but throughout the day, whenever I was aware, for three to four weeks every day, I would find up upwards of 500 things to be grateful for. As every time I was aware that I was here, I would find five things to be grateful for. And what this did was it had a profound effect. Because after a month, three to four weeks, I put it in the subconscious first gear. So my automatic was functioning from that benefit. So for the next month, I was my serotonin doorways was at 30% open of what ecstasy would feel like. And that was throughout the whole three to four week cycle. And then I stopped doing the practice during that. And then I would come back to a more normal state, which was super peaceful at the time. And I did this four times where I would do the practice for three to four weeks, get the benefit for three to four weeks, but stop doing the practice, then back again, do the practice again. You can kind of look at it as if there was a, a jet plane on the outer edges of the atmosphere. And every now and again, it would fly in beyond the atmosphere and then return. And then doing this four times before eventually reaching beyond the atmosphere for a bit. And I entered a space of peace for a couple of years. And this is just to share some of my experience, but also to 
present to you the possibilities and reality and the things that can be manifested.